This is Mike flying solo today on Between the Lines. And we're back. Uh, I'm flying solo today. Dave's on vacation and Scott is still dealing with family. So um, it's just me today uh, here on Between the Lines. I'm flying solo from an empty cabin in Huntersville, Pennsylvania. Um, you can check out our uh, last last week and the week before that, uh, the series on uh, interactions with law enforcement. We're kind of... Um, leading up to a series on the Constitution where we're going to break down, um, you know, hopefully the the way that we envision it is it's going to be an article by article, amendment by amendment breakdown of um, not only the words of the Constitution itself, but we're going to deep dive into the meaning behind the words and the the kind of the story on how we got to where we are. There's a lot of... um, nuance that the founders put into the to the constitution and there was a very hearty um public debate um on whether or not to even have a constitution so um we encourage you to pay attention for that uh that is coming down the pike we don't exactly know when that's going to be but um we are going to do that uh but in the meantime i encourage everyone to check out our previous um episodes on how to interact with police and uh before that we had um an episode on the goings on in cuba and now the goings on in south africa today um i would like to talk a little bit about what's going on in afghanistan um so you can check us out on Facebook at PA Between the Lines. You can see us on Twitter at the BTL Podcast. Check out our website, thebtlpodcast.com. We're also on Locals. Um, I believe it's locals.com forward slash Between the Lines show um, or Between the Lines. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll double check that so that we can start plugging our Locals as well. We are on YouTube. Um, we haven't quite gotten into the um, video thing uh, quite yet. Um, my plans are to do maybe some, um, uh, small videos, um, local, local news things kind of like that. Maybe some, maybe some interviews on video, but we haven't quite gotten there, um, at this point. But anyway, um, I'm sure everyone at this point has already been made well aware of the catastrophe in Afghanistan. Um, the United States decided to pull all of its troops out, and in 11 days, Afghanistan fell to the Taliban. It's actually, in um, in my opinion, this might be unprecedented. I, I don't know that we've ever lost um, or, or at least had the perception of a loss that, um, that happened that swiftly. Um, uh, here in the United States. But uh, at any rate, um, a lot of the blame is falling at the feet of our commander-in-chief, Joe Biden. After all, the buck stops with him, as he said himself, uh, before he went on to blame everyone else. Um, there was a previous, uh, there was an agreement struck by the previous administration, uh, number 45, um reached an agreement with the Taliban that we would have our troops out by March 31st, May 31st, uh, something along the lo- those lines. However, 
Uh, obviously, Joe didn't feel it necessary to stick to that guideline uh, because here we are in August before the withdrawal even happened. So he obviously he says, oh, well, Trump kind of pigeonholed me into getting this done. Well, if that's the case, well, why did you wait until August to do it? Um, if you were going to be a stickler for what President Trump had planned, um, then why did you wait till August? And why is this the only thing? Um, that you followed through on from his administration. You've literally gone through by executive order and wiped out everything that he did put in place uh, during his presidency. So I don't, um, I don't really know um, why you chose that this one thing was the one thing that you had to stick to. Um, it would have very easily been able to say, you know, hey, the, t the Taliban didn't, um, you know, didn't, follow through on their part of the 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 agreement so uh, we're not going to back out until next may or until they uh you know xyz whatever whatever you put out there as a requirement so i i just i'm i'm really i'm i'm heartbroken i i'm 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 ashamed um a little bit as americans i think at this point we've all seen the video of the afghanis uh, clinging to the side of the plane as it's taking off and falling to their deaths as the plane reaches altitudes that they probably probably you know no longer could breathe anymore um, and or or whatever that caused them to let go and fall to their death there were bodies um, trapped in landing gear and this was just an utter failure all the way around um, it, it actually pains me to say it but uh, this is worse than Vietnam this is worse than um, you know, the Bay of Pigs, this is worse than any of the previous military embarrassments that we've had uh, as a nation. I think this is worse than that. And, you know, honestly, people people say, oh, well, you were you were a Trump supporter, this, that and the other. So that's why you're saying this. No, if if Donald Trump would have fucked this up this bad, uh, I would have been on his ass just as bad as I am on Biden. And I would have called for his ousting, um, you know, just as just as quickly as um, as I am for President Biden, there's plenty of reasons that we should get President Sippy Cup out of out of office. Um, this is just like icing on the cake, if you want my opinion. Um, you know, Kevin McCarthy, uh, who is the minority leader, said that if he gets the um, if they get the majority in 2022, that there's not going to be any plans for impeachment because they don't want to impeach for political reasons. Well. I'm sorry, uh, but at, at this point, it, it, it it's the, the gloves are off. Um, you know, um, I'm not calling for retaliation or retribution or anything like that, but we've set a precedent now that we've lowered the bar for impeachment. So now the bar is lowered. So I feel like that that standard, that new uh, that new standard that we have, um, you know, should should be applied equally across the board. Um, so, uh, you know, if you're going to impeach um, Trump twice for it, it, sketchiness, uh, maybe a little, maybe a little um, gray areaness, I guess. But I really don't think that either of the things that he was impeached for were impeachable. Um, you know, my opinion. Maybe I'm biased, but. Um, you know, we've had the uh, first he was impeached for asking, quote unquote, asking for a favor from um, 
from the uh, man. Now I can't even remember. Oh, asking for uh, Ukraine. Ukraine is is um, asking for a favor from Ukraine. Um, so we we um, we impeach a president for for that. In in all honesty, I feel like it was a quote unquote a colloquialism. He was uh, he was saying, oh, you know, it's kind of a New York phrase. Hey, you want to do me a favor? You want to you want to go do this for me? Can can I ask a favor from you? You, you know, it's it's um, a uh, I have something I need. Um, and I was just wondering if maybe you would you would do this for me. I don't know that there was any quid pro quo there. Um, you know, there was uh, speculation that some aid was going to be withheld. But I, you know, you're talking about in in that case the the line was so thin um, that you know you you really had to. And that's why it was so uh, you know partisan that that impeachment second impeachment. Um, he says that uh, we're going to go up to the Capitol and we're going to peaceably um, you know protest to, for them to do their jobs. So. Uh, he didn't call for any violence. He did tell them to go to the Capitol, um, but he didn't tell them to go inside the Capitol. He didn't tell them to fart on Nancy Pelosi's desk. He didn't tell them to uh, do all the things uh, that followed afterwards. He said, march to the Capitol to express your dis your 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 um, distrust and your anger and uh, you know peaceably peaceably assemble and uh, you know use your um, cloud as Americans to, to show them how unhappy you are. Now, what is any different between what happened on January 6th and all of the rioting that happened all summer 2020, uh, beginning 2019, even before COVID, and then all of the rioting and, and businesses destroyed. And, and there was, I believe at one point, there was... Um, uh, you know, parts of Seattle and parts of um, New York City that were no longer under control of the U.S. government. There were um, occupied um, sections of cities that, uh, and that wasn't considered an insurrection when they took over police precincts and um, and things like that. That wasn't considered a coup attempt um, or an insurrection. I would call those things insurrections. Um, you know, I agree that January 6th should never have happened. Um, that that's not behavior that's indicative of Americans and, and, um, you know, that doesn't fly in the spirit of, um, togetherness and all the things that America represents. But at the same time, you know, we were given in, I don't want to say we, I wasn't there, but they, those people that, that, that broke into that, I, I, I tend to, um, agree with a lot of their ideologies. So therefore I kind of, um, what's the word? I, 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 re I relate to them. I, I resonate with them or they resonate with me. Um, and you know, what I saw there was some stupid behavior, uh, but, but, um, it should never have happened. And, uh, you, you know, that's not the, <sighs> That's not the way we go. We go about things. Uh, Dr. King made uh, an amazing uh, example of what can be done with peaceful disobedience. Um, and um, January sixth was not peaceful disobedience. It was it was rowdy rioting. Um, 
But let's be honest, the FBI just came out with a report uh, either this week or last week. I'm not exactly sure when it came. All my, my days all blend together because of the job I have. But um, the the FBI found no no evidence of uh, any kind of coordination in the attack or even honestly malicious intent. Uh, 90 to 95%, I believe this is a quote, 90 to 95% of the people there were just kind of there. Um, the other, there may have been another 5% that, that had, uh, coordinated plans, but, um, you know, those people should be held accountable as, um, individuals and, you know, there are, there's already been talks that Trump supporters and conservatives should be rounded up and sent to re-education camps and things like that. And we're starting to get towards, um, you know, Nazi territory. And, and, and I, I don't, I don't use that as hyperbole. This is literally what the Nazis did. Um, when the left calls conservatives Nazis, they're using it as hyperbole to mean, um, you know, people that don't like other people or mean people or things like that. Um, it's hyperbole. No one on the right that I know of has ever, that, that I am familiar with, has ever done anything to silence the left, um, to to uh, have anyone fired, uh, and, and I'm willing to be wrong on that. Uh, I'm sure that there's some outliers and maybe some individual cases where that's happened, um, but I'm not personally familiar with any of that stuff. Um, so you know, go to our go to our website, um, thebtlpodcast.com. We have a contact us page. Um, feel free, uh, you, you know, uh, go on the contact page. You can email me, Mike at the BTL podcast.com. Uh, email me, um, correct me. I'm, I'm willing to be corrected. Um, one thing that I do want to preface is that what, what's so sad about what's going on is that in Afghanistan is, is that we, we spent 20 years and almost $90 billion dollars to train this army um, to defend their country and things like that, and then we just we just bail. Uh, Biden has said over and over again that there's no other way that we could have done it. I can think I'm not a I'm not a military strategist or anything like that, um, but I can tell you um, that. One thing I would have done differently is I would have gotten civilians and allies, non-military personnel, I would have gotten them out first. I would have increased boots on the ground by two or 3,000 um, to show force, and then I would have evacuated um, civilians and non-military personnel first. Uh, Americans get them out of there. Secondly, the SIVs, those that have helped us in, you know, interpreters, uh, Afghanistan's, uh, Afghanistanis, Afghanistan's, Afghanistanis that, um, you know, uh, assisted in the civil war against the Taliban. Um, I get that, those folks out. Uh, then I would have went to asylum seekers and um, gotten them out. Then I would have went to those uh, that that um, you know applied for regular, you know, just regular old um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just regular immigration, I guess we'll put it that way. Then, absolutely last, 
after we've gotten all of our military equipment out, that's another thing, billions of dollars worth of um, military equipment, guns, ammos, drones, planes, helicopters, bombs, uh, missiles, all that were left behind, and now the Taliban has that stuff. I would have gotten all that stuff out or destroyed it. Um, and then the very last the very last thing would have been military personnel boots on the ground. They would have been the last to leave. And the entire time, any resistance, any um, any attempts to interfere would have been met with airstrikes and heavy artillery force. Um, you know, it would have been shock and awe, and then we're out. Peace. You know, then do what you want. Once we get everybody out, do what you want. Boom. So Biden says there's no other way we could have done things. Right there. I, I'm I'm some schmuck from Muncie, Pennsylvania. I, I, I have no clout. And I just came up with a scenario where we would have been able to get everyone out and this wouldn't have happened. Um, so there you are. There you have it. What more do you want? You're telling me not one person in Biden's cabinet thought uh maybe it's not a good idea to do it this way sir or maybe they did tell him and he, he maybe this is what they wanted maybe they want this maybe they wanted this uh instability um you know maybe they want to be perceived as the weakest link so to speak i don't know it just seems to me that anything anything would have been better than what we got you know um, so after the debacle that was that, uh, they closed down the airport, American citizens are having trouble getting to the airport. So the UK, um, sends in special forces on their side to, um, you know, to go into the actual cities and escort their people out. Why can't the United States do that? Why can't we send in more troops to get our people out? The excuse from General Milley was, oh, well, we're, we're at this point, we're trying to keep the airport secured. So you're telling me it takes all of the United States military, the whole, the whole of the United States military to secure an airport in Afghanistan. Let that sink in for a second. How does that project across the world? China uh, in, in the midst of all of this, China has threatened Taiwan. Uh, and, and in no uncertain terms, uh, said the U.S. does not have your back. Um, so, you know, and it, they're, they're not going to help you in the midst of an invasion. So we could come in tomorrow. This is the optics. This is what happens with weak leadership. And that's what we have. We have, I don't even say we have weak, we have no leadership. This guy, this guy can't uh, make a decision to get himself out of the bathroom. You know what I mean? He has a hard time deciding what's, what flavor of ice cream he's going to have before bedtime stories at night. I just don't understand. I don't know how. I mean, elections have consequences, but this is ridiculous. Anybody who voted for this guy, and my friends are included in this, anyone who voted for this guy, uh, I really hope that you're taking a step back 
and making a decision about the reasons why you vote for people. Uh, because I know everybody, everybody that I know personally, uh, didn't vote for Biden because Biden was the best choice. They voted for Biden because Biden was not Trump. That's that's not that's not a platform. Trump at least had ideas. Trump had plans. Trump had uh, you can disagree with him, but he had but he had a direction that he wanted to go, and he had an articulatable. Um, you, you know, path forward. He had uh, a, a way that he envisioned America. Joe Biden doesn't have that. Joe Biden has not Trump. That's his, that's his plan. His plan for the future is to not be Donald Trump. I'm sorry, but I'll take the mean tweets. I'll take the mean, mean tweets. I'll take the crass behavior. I'll take the ego, I'll take the pompousness, I'll take the hyperbole, I'll, I'll take it all. I'll take it all over weak positioning and losing status in the world. Is America even a superpower anymore? In, in just that amount of time, you have to ask yourself, are we a superpower anymore? How can we possibly go toe to toe with China right now. If, if, if the, if the need broke out, how the hell could we go toe to toe with China or Russia or fucking Jamaica for that fucking, for, for, for that matter, how are we going to protect ourselves against anyone? If we can't secure our own fucking people, Joe Biden says that Americans can't, he can't get guarantee their safety. A story came out the other day where he's charging people $2,000 a trip to, or more. I've seen reports up to $5,000 a head. He's charging Americans for a ride home. After we forced them to go there for 20 years. You know, like, if that doesn't sink in... I really don't know what I can do for you. We've abandoned our principles. We've abandoned what makes America great. And that was that we care. At the end of the day, America always had, um, you know, we've always had a foot in the race. We've always had something in the basket that, that, that we, we, we tossed our ourselves into the problem as well. World War II didn't have to be our problem. Till Japan hit us, we could have just we could have just fought Japan and fucked Europe. You know, we could have. There's no reason why we had to fight a war on two fronts. But we do what's right. Always have. Always have. It's not always the the way that uh, it's not always perfect the way that we do it, but we always, we always do the right thing. You can say that the forefathers were racist and all this other stuff, and and they were, they were. I'm I'm going to concede, the forefathers 
were racist. They believed that white men were better than black men. They believed that until they didn't. They learned. You know, there's there's history that proves that. Washington wrote letters. He was a staunch supporter of slavery until he wasn't. Until he saw the moral side of it. And yeah, he should have seen that from the beginning. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You know, human beings are human beings, but they learned. It took 80 years, but we ended slavery. After slavery, it was thought that, uh, okay, they're free. Um, you know, the black, the black community in this country, they're free. They have their own things. Let's make them separate, but I mean, still equal, but separate. So they have their own things and we'll segregate everybody and they can live in their own, um, their own communities and we can have our own communities and everybody be happy. And that wasn't right either. So guess what? We fucking ended that too. There were barriers to race, um, to vote. Um, we ended that poll taxes. We ended that. Women's suffrage, women not being allowed to vote, horrible thing. But guess what? We ended that too. Inequality against um, the, the LGBT community, gay rights. I'll just lump them all into one term. I know I'm probably going to go to Twitter jail for that, but gay rights. Guess what? We ended that too. I just, there's been no other country, no other civilization in the history of mankind that has immensed more power and done less to abuse it. Name me one. Name me one civilization in the history of humanity that has had more power than the United States of America and abused it less. I'm not saying we're perfect, but that's why when the geniuses that founded this country wrote that document, they said to form a more perfect union, not to form a perfect union, to form a more perfect union. It's never going to be perfect. I'm sorry, folks. It's not. It's never going to be perfect. You're never going to be able to satisfy every, every human need or every human uh, flaw. You're not going to be ever going to be able to satisfy that ever. Human beings are flawed. Therefore, anything that we create is going to be flawed. Therefore, any endeavor that we make is going to be flawed because we are flawed. But we're the greatest option there is. We, you, you name me another place in the world where people cling to planes to get there, fall to their deaths from planes to get there. People cling to rafts. I've seen pictures of people coming from Cuba 
and they're floating on trucks, literal pickup trucks with pontoons welded to the side of them. They go across the ocean in these things. They brave horrible journeys through deserts and cross and wade rivers and jungles and and pass through cartels to get here because it is the great last hope on earth. It is the only place that you can go. It's the only place left for freedom. And we're tearing it down brick by fucking brick. I didn't mean for this to be a rant, but I'm just so frustrated with the the with what what has happened to this country. We used to have a direction. We used to have a common goal. And that was truth, justice, and the American way. I know that's the Superman uh, theme, but it's true. Truth and justice. Truth and justice. Not social justice. Not your truth. Truth. Objective truth. Facts. Justice. Not social justice. Not justice in the eyes of the the collective. True, lawful justice. Using truth. There's a reason why uh, Lady Justice is blind. And that's because she's not supposed to see. In our country, the wealthy get punished at the same rate as the unwealthy. I don't think that's the case anymore. I'll agree with you that there is a wealth disparity in this country, but it's not because of racism or anything along those lines. And it's not because of greed. It's because in the 70s, we took ourselves off the gold standard and everything's been out of fucking control since. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up here, but I want everybody to realize what's going on. There's a true humanitarian crisis happening right now in several countries. South Africa is unraveling. Cuba is is um, being liberated, um, not really being liberated, but they're they're protesting for liberation and they're being killed in the streets. But you know, Afghanistan happens, so you don't you don't really see that. Do you think maybe that's the purpose for all of this is to distract us from what's happening in Cuba? You don't want you don't want to see uh, communism fail again, do you, Joe? You don't want to see the failure of the policies that you want to put in place here. So let's cause a catastrophe over there. I'm not saying that's what happened. That's conspiratorial. But it just seems to me that this was fucked up so bad that there had to be a plan behind it. Or maybe Joe Biden is just that uh, that inept. I don't know. I don't know. So the the government's not getting anybody out of um, getting anyone out of Afghanistan. So private citizens are stepping up. Glenn Beck, host of the Glenn Beck program, the Glenn Beck podcast, and uh, founder of Blaze TV. Great program, great company. Um, any conservative, anybody that believes in true conservatism, 
independent conservatism, not necessarily Republican conservatism, but conservatism, physical conservatism, uh, societal conservatism. Check out Blaze TV, man. Contribute because, um, you know, good news is hard to find. Uh, but anyway, Glenn Beck uh, and through his Mercury One uh, project uh, and the Nazarene Fund raised $22 million from his viewers uh, to help get people out of Afghanistan. Let that sink in. The government ain't doing shit, but Glenn Beck, the host of a fucking podcast radio show, raised $22 million. He kicked in a hundred grand himself. I can't do that, obviously, but he kicked in a hundred thousand dollars of his own money to help get Christians out of, uh, out of Afghanistan. Mind you, you can make the argument maybe they should be getting anybody out that they want, but they're 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 targeting Christians because a lot of people when the United States took over converted to Christianity. Now the Taliban is going door to door and if you have a Bible or a Bible app on your phone or an image of Jesus, they're shooting you on the spot. Tearing you out of your house, shooting you dead in the streets and letting you delay is an example. These are brutal dictators. And now the government says they're not allowing flights out. So Glenn Beck charters a private uh, private company and the government's not letting them take off. I wonder why that is. I wonder why that is. Pray. If you have any ounce of faith in you, I want you to Pray. I'm not usually a person that pushes religion on this podcast because I'm not that kind of Christian, but I'm calling on anyone who is. Keep the people in Cuba and those in South Africa, those in Afghanistan and all around the world, the the Uyghurs in, in China. It's time to keep praying. Pray hard. Give. Uh, I would like to ask everyone to go to mercuryone.org and if you can give to help Glenn Beck get people out of Afghanistan and anything that you can give, um, I would, I would really appreciate that. Um, because this is a moment where America needs to come together as a people, not as a government. The government doesn't represent us anymore. They represent themselves. So if you if you can afford it, even if it's $10, $5, if you got beer money saved up, whatever it is, uh, I don't care, weed money. I don't give a shit what the money's for. If, 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 if you have money you can spare, these are human beings that are being killed for their faith. If you believe in, in God, even if it's not in the capacity that I believe in God, if you believe in right and wrong, if you believe in, in, in Jesus Christ, if you believe that there is hope left in this planet, if you want to contribute to that hope, please go to mercuryone.org and, and um, donate anything you can. Please. Pray for those in Afghanistan. Pray for those in Cuba. I want to see a free Cuba in my lifetime. I would love nothing more than to see a free Cuba in my lifetime. God is working. 
God's doing great things. We just need to pay attention. You need to see you need to see the good in humanity because it's still there. 22 million dollars in 3 days. It's amazing. That's amazing. You can find us on Facebook at PA Between the Lines. You can find us on Twitter at the BTL Podcast. And I encourage you to visit our website, thebtlpodcast.com. But please, if you can give anything at all, anything at all, mercuryone.org. Go to Glenn Beck's page, listen to his podcasts. He's serious about this. This isn't publicity. I'm just, I, I really don't know. I don't know what's next. Things are unraveling so fast in this country that things that I used to think that were solid are now liquid. And things that I used to think that were solid or, or things that I used to think were liquid are now solid. And I'm just, I'm, my head is spinning trying to figure it all out. And I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. Follow the podcast. Uh, follow us on Facebook at PA Between the Lines. Follow us on Twitter at the BTL Podcast. Visit our website and subscribe. Um, thebtlpodcast.com. Donate if you can. We have donate buttons for our PayPal uh, on the podcast. It does cost money to do this, folks. I, I want to keep doing this. I feel like I feel like maybe we're doing some good here. We're starting to gain momentum. We're getting more listens. I, I, you know, tell us what you want to hear. The btlpodcast.com forward slash contact us. Give us some suggestions. Email me, Mike at the btlpodcast.com. Email Dave, Dave at the btlpodcast.com. Email the podcast, podcast at the btlpodcast.com. I don't care who gets email. We just I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you want to hear. I want to know if if you're liking what we're putting out there. I I just I would like suggestions. So that's it. Pray. Pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray for those in Afghanistan. Pray that the the country um, finds a footing. Maybe we can all come together behind this. Maybe this is the, maybe this is the straw that breaks the camel's back, and we can all come together behind Afghanistan. I don't know. Everyone have a great week. Um, pray. Donate to MercuryOne.org if you can. Um, go to Glenn Beck's stuff. Listen to his podcast. It's great stuff. Uh, he comes from the heart. Um, you know, you can disagree with some of the stuff he says. I mean, I disagree with some of the stuff he says, but just because I disagree with some of the things he says doesn't mean he doesn't have good content. I'm sure some of our listeners disagree with us, but they still listen. So, all right, everyone have a great week. Keep your head on your shoulders, uh, be good humans and just pay attention to what's going on in the world because things are changing. Also keep an eye on Washington while this whole Afghanistan stuff is going on because there's... Um, you know, they never waste a good distraction. So I hope to see everyone back next week. Everyone have a good week. Just be good humans. All right. Bye.